0: Hello, I'm Charles Dagnall, and welcome to Geoffrey Boycott's Corridor of Certainty, a new podcast brought to you by Gospel Weather, one and only Sir Geoffrey Boycott finally gets the platform he deserves to spout forth on any topic you care to mention. For too long, he's been shackled, but we finally have set him free. Coming up, Sir Geoffrey will be dissecting England's cricketing winter, who's hot and who's not, and where they go from here. Plus, we've also got an opportunity to get to know the real Jeff boycott, Sir Jeffrey boycott. You've got your own podcast, your own platform. How do you feel? Good, marvellous. Well, if that's Good. the way that we're going to go from here on in, look. Um, first off, how's your winter? What have you been up to? I've had three months in Cape Town, mm-hmm. and they've been lovely
1: because I haven't had any illness, and I needed to really get a pick me up after my heart operation mm-hmm. in 2018 and a few hiccups. Uh, on recovery, uh, started playing golf, which was nice, just relaxing and enjoying it. Uh, the golf was fun. I can't beat my wife, though. She keeps <laughs> winning. <laughs> she says she's not competitive, but she's 13-3
0: up, she says. Really? That <laughs> needs to be remedied soon enough. And apparently she says, I'll never catch you. <laughs> well, you're into your 80th year, and and now you've got this platform, an opportunity to, to really – you know, let the, let the shackles drop oh, and the chains... On, and, I'll just of, of be course. myself. I'll just be myself. Look, we went to the test match because we were in Cape Town.
1: We went to that, enjoyed it. I saw the whole five days and uh, England did well. Uh, the first test, they didn't do themselves justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that was a bit of sickness, one or two players and maybe a bit underdone these days. They don't have too many warm-up matches, do they? And they just didn't play very well. And South Africa did well. The captain did. Uh, he was captain of the one-day side. Now entered the cock. He played super, and it was his match-winning in innings that won the match. But after that,
0: they started to bring their A-game, and they played well, and they deserved to win. Give give us an overview of the winter, and we'll uh, we'll gloss over New Zealand for the moment. It, yeah, you know they it's, didn't it's have It's long best. ago that it, it is. Gone. But but the recent series just gone in South Africa as a whole is this a side? Did you notice? a different approach to England's Test match cricket than, than we've previously seen over the last couple of years? No. What I noticed was some younger players
1: giving us a bit of promise and hope that they might, some of them, go forward and become really quality, high-quality Test match players. I mean, with two opening batsmen, basically, they're fairly new to it. Sibley, he's mainly an side player, I don't say that with, uh, with any distaste that that's wrong. We had Jonathan Trott, mm-hmm. who was basically one Warwickshire played mainly, mainly on side, not all. Excellent player, top class performer. This guy wants to stick to his game. If that's what he feels comfortable with, with playing on side, in test match cricket, that's your safe side. You want to be good on the onside. Yes, it's nice to have a few offside shots, but you don't want to be playing too many of them against the new ball. Because around Test Match Cricket, there's always a few guys who are pretty good when they got a new ball in the hand. And the reason they put slips there next to the wicketkeeper and gullies is because they want you to nick them there. So they want you to play the extravagant cover drives and back foot drives and say, yeah, have a go at that. I don't mind if you hit a couple. If you nick one, I'm winning. And... All he has to do is remember the key to opening the batting, the first essential of all, is not what you hit, it's what you leave. And the better he will become at leaving the ball outside of stump, the more it makes the bowlers' ball straighter, because they know that if you're not playing the new ball, they're not going to get you out. So they they have to use that new ball. It's crucial. They won't wickets. And so it's a cat-and-mouse game. It's like playing chess. If I can leave that and I can leave another, he'll get a bit wary of you leaving it. He'll want the ball straight, and then I'll pick him off for my safe onside. And the reason it's safe on the onside is because you're playing with your pad as your second line of defence close to it, and your head is right over the ball. Once you start playing the cover drives, back foot drives, you can't get your pad near enough to the ball always and your head is a little bit away from the ball it only has to move he only has to bounce those slips and wicketkeeper in business but I thought he did oh I thought he did pretty good that look that doesn't mean to say he's going to have a great career what we should do is not be too critical just let him play his own game don't change him then there's the other kid at the other end who's a bit different it's quite rare to get An opening batsman as tall as him. What is he, six foot? (laughs) He's the size, isn't he? Four, five, he's huge. And I've been racking my brains of all the teams I've played against. I can't remember any high quality, tall opening batsman. Really tall. Quality. Don't tell me somebody who came and went a bit. Well,
0: no, but uh,
1: going back in in time, maybe a
0: Matthew Hayden, perhaps?
1: Left-hander. Yeah. I'm glad you come up with that, because I just wait to see if you've done your homework
0: not. um, But he's
1: tall. Yeah. But he was left-hander. And if you think about it, the time he played, Matthew was exceptional. Mm. (laughs) Wonderful player. But bowlers bowled over the wicket. Very few bowled around the wicket. Now, nearly all seamers around the world are adept at bowling around the wicket to left-handers. And you see what the best left-hander or the most destructive left-hander we've had for years has been Gilchrist. Adam Gilchrist is crucified bowlers all around the world. Wonderful. And our all-rounder made him look like a selling plater, didn't he? Yeah. The Ashes series in England... It was
0: wonderful, wasn't he? Absolutely. Oh. So many times, though, caught just waving outside of the off stump, away from his body. He wasn't used to it. Moving he got a, the ball out away. of his
1: comfort zone, away from his body. And Andrew was brilliant. Caught fourth slip, caught gully. That he was... was fast, aggressive, nasty. And here was a guy not used to people bowling that well around the wicket. Mm. And Matthew Hayden didn't get people bowling around the wicket much. He got and bowl it across him. it's was brilliant. Nowadays, they do. So here is the thing for Crawley. I like the way he plays. Played nicely. He's a more offside player as well. That's okay. But I think I would say to him, don't stop playing offside. You can't not play to the new ball. But make sure the length is so full, so under your nose that you can't miss it. Playing slightly on the up is a recipe for disaster you're going to nick it, because nearly all bowlers move the new ball, they wobble it, it goes out a bit, and you're going to nick it. So be a bit careful, and you might find that he's played in these good pitches, where it bounces quite a bit, that's okay when you're tall. He's going to go to Sri Lanka now, they ain't going to bounce much, they're going to be stump-eye for seamers, and they're going to turn. And he might need to bend his front knee and get down to the ball a bit more because he's already up tall. So he needs to get down to it. Because if you look through history, a lot of the great opening batsmen have not been tall. Sunny Vasco was a brilliant, a genius player, wonderful player, and tiny, five foot
0: two is he. Bowlers hate bowling to smaller batsmen. They do. They've got less to play with. They can't oh, pitch it up as much. Absolutely. Or else they get- their normal length is back of the length.
1: Harry Pillin used to say this at Lancashire when he uh. battered with Clive Lloyd. But well, Clive? Six foot three. And he used to say, so they always bowl short at me, Geoffrey. I said, why are you a big square cutter? He says, oh, they're always bowling short out there because they can't. They bowl at Clive. They're trying to back a bit, bring the length back at a tall man. They don't want to be too full. At Harry, it's perfect for the square cut. So there haven't been the, – it's a big challenge for him, this lad. Mm. To be a tall, successful opening batsman. But you like
0: what you've seen so far. I like what I've seen so the far. The problem for England, and it's a nice problem, it's like London buses. You've been searching for openers for what seems like three, four years or, or regular openers since Alastair Cook um, departed. And now they've got three. Because Rory wow. Burns, uh, you know, granted he he played in the first test, but then had an injury in warm up. First off, the playing football in warm up thing. Are you a, are you a believer of it? You think they're, they're okay doing that, or is it just idiot. a random? He's an idiot for playing football and putting his career at risk. Or he, or
1: the or the team, you'd like to see it outlawed. I, I would, but years ago I said this. I mean, it was. It was always going to be a situation. Yes, the players enjoy it and they love football. They want to be footballers and <laughs> I see all that. But you've got to protect your career. You've only got 10 or 12 years at the top and a serious injury could put you out forever if you get a serious ligament injury. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't have it at all. I, I was at home. I wouldn't even put coal on the fire. <laughs> I live with my mum. <laughs> put the coal on the fire. I said to my brother, go on speak up, <laughs> go, you do it. I wouldn't do, I, haven't put, I wouldn't do anything that put my hands at risk. I wouldn't carve the meat. I wouldn't use a sharp knife. No. If you cut a tendon or a ligament in your hand and then it doesn't heal properly, you can't grip the back properly, your career's finished.
0: Do you cut the meat now? No. Nope. You don't. don't? Rachel does it?
1: Uh, absolutely.
0: Really? Yeah. You're still looking after your hands now? Yeah. She's good at it. She's really good. <laughs> I've given her a lot you know of practice. Why she's, you know why she's sharpening the knife? <laughs> I've given it's not, a lot it's a, of practice, you know. I, I, don't, I don't know if she's sharpening the knife for the meat or any other purposes, but we'll, mm-hmm. wait, we'll wait and see. So Look- I think it would be nice if we let the
1: two different types of opening batsmen, I know it's nice to always have a left hander, but it doesn't matter. When he comes back, Burns will open. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then one of them could drop to three, maybe Crawley. Um, could drop to three because I think Denley is holding his place. He's not doing enough. He'll keep his place for a while, but if somebody comes
0: along like one of these young kids and keeps performing, he'll lose his place. The reason I asked earlier on, and... and these are promising signs for England with Burns, with Crawley, with Sibley. But the reason I asked about a discernible change in approach from England is that, and, and I'm sure, and you know better than anyone, being an opening batsman, that what it takes, the patience it can take, and mm. and and the stamina also. And the, the 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 big criticism of England's cricket was that they were a little bit too throwaway at the top of the order. They they played shot. This time, or it seems this winter, that they have really tried to change that approach, soak up lots and lots of deliveries, really see off the new ball, and actually take their time over the first maybe two sessions even, not mind where they are at tea on the first day, and actually soak up some of that. Is that, is, is, is that what you want to see more of? Yes, but I think Sibley does it instinctively, naturally, hmm? because he
1: doesn't look to play as many shots as the others. Some whites might say that it doesn't have as many shots. I said that's not always the case. Sometimes you can have a lot of shots, but you're clever if you don't use them all against the new ball. It's not smart to be using all the shots, but you'll get short balls. You shouldn't be hooking all the time. You should be careful. I don't, you hear me say, I don't say that you shouldn't. I say you've got to be more careful. When the ball is fresh, the ball is new, it comes through quicker, it bounces higher. It does a bit more, it catches you out. And so, therefore, a guy like Sibley, who doesn't try to play as many shots, could be the perfect foil
0: for a left-hander when he comes back after his football injury. <laughs> when, he, when eventually he does. Uh, Joe Denley, you mentioned, and I- he gets himself out too much. He likes the lovely cover drives, beautiful.
1: Just played the one dayer in Cape Town and he's played it. Wonderful. No slips. If you get a nick, it's fine. If you hit it over the top of cover or through cover, wonderful. Test match cricket, it's about making one mistake. Simple. Totally different game. It's a different mental side. And that's what they have to get used to, England, if they're going to be better up front. One day cricket, you have so many balls, you look to score off every ball. Because we now know that 250, a lot of times, isn't a winnable score. No. It has to be near a 300, doesn't it? And that's what happened in Cape Town the last one there, 250-yard, I mean, they knock them off easy. Well, two, well 350 is the new 250 in, in one-day cricket. Everything's gone up. So kids have to look in one day to play shots. They grow up with that. Test match cricket is not like that. Your first thought should be to stay in. That's I didn't say not score runs. I said stay in. So you have to have a good defence. If you cannot defend, you can't stay in to play the, the shots. And that's, that's what has been happening up front. Too many shots, couple of three boundaries, nick it, get out. We need to have people like Crawley and Sibley have done, who've got to give the team a platform. No wickets down at
0: lunch, one wicket down, England great what's what's going to be really interesting is as you mentioned the the series in Sri Lanka where mm-hmm. the pitches are go- going to be completely different the, the the type of bowlers they're going to face are going to be different and then fast forward to the home series uh mm-hmm. in in England when you do get you get Pakistan coming over who've got some high quality quick bowling seeing how they move with the swinging ball as well so all of these different aspects come into to seeing how rounded a cricketer and how they can adapt uh to to the international game in different circun- yeah. circumstances i <sighs>
1: I won't be criticising them about how they bat in Sri Lanka because there aren't too many places in the world where the ball turns and is slow and low. I'll be looking more, and I think everybody should be looking, how they do next summer in England. Now, our pitchers, quite good. They seem a little bit. So they're not too dissimilar from some pitches abroad, which are pretty good and seem a bit so I think the real tests will come from in England. But Denley's the one under pressure because he gets himself out. He looks good, but we've had people before like that. We've had the lad from Hampshire, Vince, have James we? Vince, yeah. James Vince. He makes lovely 20s, 30s and looks great, plays his gorgeous cover drives and then nicks it or hits it to mid-off or does some at daft. You can't be doing that in test match cricket. I used to say in the dressing room to the batting side when I was in the same set, listen – There are six of us batsmen. One of us has to get 100. It's the only way we can be sure of getting 400 plus. Then we can control the game. One of us has to get 100. A couple get 40, 50. Because three of us will get good balls and get out. There are good bowlers on the opposition, you know. It's not often you get a situation where all six of you get runs. You're going to get out. But it's the guys that get in who have to make it count. And then there will be other guys, tail end play around, we get 400. And that's how you have to think that every match, when you
0: bat first innings,
1: one of the top six has to get
0: 100. Now, let's talk, because this is where I get excited now. We're talking about bowlers and, the, the, and especially the pace bowlers and the emergence or the re-emergence, you could say, probably since the back end of the World Cup of Mark Wood. Who had a fabulous last couple of tests? Bowled with high, high pace, searing pace, caused all sorts of problems for the uh, for the South African top or, top and middle order. And you've also got the threat of Jofra Archer, who's struggled with a little bit of injury. His elbow has been mm. is sore. But this is this is exciting, isn't it, Jeffrey? For England to have two bowlers of ninety mile an hour plus gets you on the edge of your seat, doesn't it? If no, you've got them on your side, I've seen lots of
1: fast bowling and faced plenty. Fast bowling is the ace in any team. If you have genuine, hostile pace, you make it easier for the bowlers at the other end because you're making it so uncomfortable for the batsmen, they want to be down the other end. And then they do silly things sometimes. So it's not just the wickets you get, you help other people get wickets. And we saw that with Wood. But the problem is for our two, they look injury prone. Wood's had lots of injury. Can he stay fit? He's a bowler that throws everything into it. So he's actually throwing his body into Bowling Fast 100% every ball. That's a hell of a strain on the body. I'll give you an example of that. The fastest bowler I ever faced was Michael Holding, whispering death. Everybody knows. This YouTube it. footage if you want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been bowling me out. Yes, I've seen it many times. Thank you. Some repeats my screensaver. It, it doesn't look as quick on YouTube as it did from my end. Put it that way. it,
0: it, no, it looks quick. It looks quick enough. Does it? Yes, well, it enough. was a lot
1: quicker at my end.
0: And the
1: thing is, these fast bowlers, Michael, Although he's the fastest I faced in a couple of days, in Barbados and then at Lords in 1980, we had about 40, 50 minutes Saturday night with a day off rest day then. So he really. So you could think about it. Oh, he really bowled <laughs> fast. And I always felt, though, with Michael, he was bowling within himself that if he really wanted, there's a bit more there. That's scary. Mark Wood, you watch him, it's giving everything, every single ball. People like Marshall, running, great bowler, truly great, great bowler. It seem comfortable. You don't feel that he's extending every sinew to get pace. Mark is. Now, that's fine while he stays fit, but that's a recipe for
0: having injuries. Two things on that. Is that I, I listened to a Mark Wood, Wood interview actually after one of the games in in um, South Africa and Michael Holding was next to him. It was actually Michael who suggested that he lengthen his run up just a little bit. And actually, what Mark well, he Wood doesn't was, know a bit about fast bowling, just a little I mean, why bit. Why him before? Uh, well, exactly. But but in that respect, it has been taken on board. He's lengthened his run up, and yeah, actually, the strain seems to have dissipated a little bit from, from or or. or, or I should say, from, from... It's lessened it a bit. It lessened it but yes, it's, somewhat.
1: The, the only... The Which test, is good news, surely. Yeah, but that, the test is going to come. Can he stay fit for test matches? So how do England do it? Me, I'd swap them, Archer and him. When Archer's fit, I would swap them test matches. If you remember in the Ashes, they didn't play, the Aussies didn't play all their fast bowlers all the time, only Cummings. Cummings was the one and uh, for a while because he was the best bowler and then Hazelwood... They bowled him. They didn't send Hazelwood to the one-dayers, did they? That's right. They sort of moved him around a bit. There was no set pattern. But they do then... the same with Stark as well, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Bowls all the one-day, only some of the tests, because he's a bit more expensive. He's a wicket-taking bowler. I'd have him in my side. I've seen him at Yorkshire and when he was a young kid. I'd have him because... If I'm batted, people are gonna get me out. I'm worried about, not the guy who ain't gonna get Brilliant me in the run. The well. guy who's gonna get me out. Yeah. And he's definitely gonna polish the tail off fast. But they don't see it that way. They want to keep him fit. Archer, I think we haven't realized only maybe just about half with his injury that he's very new and raw to test match cricket. He came on the seed Made his entrance, not just with us, but what he did in one day cricket, didn't he? In other places. That's right. And then he came to us in the IPL. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's come to us, shown us he's good in one day as well. Helped us win the World Cup. That was another dimension. It was good for us. Test match cricket's different. You have 10 overs in 50-over cricket. Three spells. It's easy. Three, Three overs, three overs, four. Piece of cake, isn't it? He's expected to bowl 20 overs a day in test matches. And then when he's out of sleep, he might have to come up and bowl a few more next morning. And then two days later, well, only a day later, the way England back, <laughs> he'll out-bowl again in the second innings. So that's a big strain. It's, it's, so, it's a big strain because it's big for somebody who's not done it much. It's all right saying he's done it in county cricket. Hey, hang on, county cricket is not test cricket. Anybody who even thinks it equates to test cricket, you're an idiot. It's not. It's totally different. The stress, the strain, the pressure, concentration needed, all is different. I would bowl him in three, four over spells. That's how Raymond has got the best out of Jon Snow. People said Jon Snow is a bit lazy and this and that. I don't think he was lazy. I think it's bloody hard work to bowl 20 overs a day, fast. Ask the fast bowlers like Michael Aldrin. It's really, really physically hard work. And he just said to John Snow, look, I'm going to bowl you in short spells. And there were eight ball overs. I'm not going to bowl you more than 16 eight ball overs in the day. Really? But I do want to give you plenty of notice when you're going to bowl so you get your exercise done. I want you to have a couple of looseners. Then I want those few overs very, very, Fast. I want wickets. I'm not interested in runs. I get somebody else to bowl at the other end and block it up. Yeah. You get me wickets. Simple. And I think if you realize with Joffre that he knows then the bowler, that you're not gonna over bowl him. He's had spells look I didn't want to talk about New Zealand, but he had spells in New Zealand. And also this business of put two men out and bowl short. Joffrey bowls short because you keep getting him to hook. I think a lot of batsmen, we bat, we don't really know how much it takes out of a bowler to bowl a bouncer. To get bowl it in and get it high and keep bowling it, takes a lot out of him, you know. And then you want him to bowl like a stock bowler as well as a fast You can't do that. And he's new to it. Just give him short spells, say, I want wickets. That's it. If you don't get wickets, you're still off. Give you a rest. Come back. Do the same. I think you'll get more out of him, and maybe you shouldn't expect to play Wood and him all the time
0: because it's a that, danger. It, then they haven't got the body for it. That and and that's my sort of next point. And obviously, I can tell you about bowling high pace at twenty overs, uh, twenty-five overs a day, of course, <clears throat> at seventy-five miles an hour. But still, the. Jonathan yeah. did that my friend Jonathan know, he bowled about 75 miles no back. he bowled quicker than that Didn't I'm he? going to defend Nagan's like though. maybe 77, 77 something yeah. something like that but now I can, I can I, 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 he did I it in the middle say, of the bat often uh, well you know when you've got stock, a standard stock delivery like I did of a wide away swing in half volley then <laughs> 20 overs of that is, is pretty punishing look isn't there a small part of you though? because it, it is for me as a cricket lover and I love bowlers you love ball batsmen, playing together. having both playing together <laughs> yeah. and, and you've got fire at both ends, wood bowling, skiddy pace, quick, Jofra yeah. banging it in. I mean, having a you know three quarters of an hour of that. I mean, that wets the, I mean, that gets the juices flowing, doesn't well, it? it gets, Not for batsmen. It, you used to have it. Andy yeah. Roberts coming in, and then Colin Croft, and then yeah. Malcolm Marshall, and Michael Holding, and all of these. They had a four-pronged pace attack. You never got any respite. No. It's not the case now. There are very rarely times where you'd get four high-paced bowlers in one attack. But just the thought of having yeah. Wood and Archer, good on lads, yeah, it's lovely for the public. <laughs> it's lovely and
1: uh, not so good for the batsmen in the opposition. So it's great, good for a captain. Joe Root would love it. he would love to have three or four like the West Indies had. But are they going to get injured? Can they do it? And Can you, you have to pick side yourself, like that. You ask yourself. Do they have bodies that are not going to break down? And I think they are. And I think Joffre, maybe you give him a year of bowling short spells, you can build up to it like batsmen. Batsmen don't start in Test Match Cricket and a finished article. I talked about Crawley, simply. They're not the finished article. They'll get better. They'll get better. Most people should get better. But we're desperate for winning. We're desperate for winning the Ashes. we a lot of the times we've been poor, haven't we? And it's easy to say, "Oh, we want Jofra Archer to ball fast; it'd be a big asset for it." But can he? Is he ready at this
0: moment? You can't make him ready until he's ready. The other aspect is that they're going to be both of those bowlers. They're going no. England are going to want them to play three formats of cricket as as much and as often as possible. They're going to Very want them to play Test though. match, T 20 one Day International cricket as well. And you know, and, can't and, do that. It's very difficult when you... When you add into franchise cricket around the world, where they're going to be paid big bucks, going, you know, Mark Wood was over at Chennai recently, Joffre's, um, you know, be going to be playing IPL. <laughs> you know, these are in-demand cricketers, yep. and, and their their shelf life is small in that respect. So, so, you know, it really is a kid gloves situation because we, as England fans, want to see them performing at their best when they've got the Lions on the jersey, but there has to be a little bit of give and take. You also have to put on the
1: other side of having two of them play together.
0: If they both break
1: down, then you haven't got any fast bowler, have you? So in trying to chase the dragon, as they say (laughs) in China, that you want Utopia, two fast bowlers to worry the opposition and have some real firepower. They have a history. One would has a history. Joffre is not quite ready yet he hasn't played much test cricket give him time to get his feet under the table and I think well it's my view up to them my other worry is not the fast bowlers is that Joe Root and whoever he turns to for advice the coach they're not keen on playing spinners and yet Don Bess showed remarkable performance didn't he bowl well oh beautiful absolutely beautiful and we played two test matches the first and the last without a spinner and there was no need for it because we went in with five seamers we had four seamers plus the great all-rounder Ben Stokes and quite frankly if you think the ball is going to do a bit bounce seam whatever it is you
0: shouldn't need five seamers should, three should be enough. If four can't all-rounder. do if, if four can't do the job, five are not going. I'm with you. And I'm that's you. going into it was a, ridiculous. Going into a, a, a test match in any circumstances, just to have that safety blanket, even if it's going to be a situation where a spinner just holds an end up or, or can do a job. And, and he best, did that. best has and done, he done that, that as well. And he got weak it when it turned. But I know England
1: lost one, one, one with that thing. But they would have beaten South Africa anyhow in the last test. They're far better than South Africa. They just had to, after the first test match, we have gone through the reason, had to bring their A game. And once they started to bring their A
0: game, they were far better than South Africa. Just quickly, Ollie Pope, saw, um, mm. you wrote about him in, in your, mm. your piece in the Telegraph, and you want to keep him where he is yeah. at six. I wouldn't move him. You see, again, because... Three's been a light-opening batsman, has
1: been a difficult spot to fill. Even our best batsman, Joe Root done there and not been highly successful. We're desperate to shove anybody there because there's a problem area. You can't just shove a kid there because England have a problem area, so we must try and fill it as soon as he does a bit of good cricket. He'll be ready when he's ready. When he's had a few more tests, a few more, a few more series, he's got his feet under the table and he looks... A gem because he looks as if he might be a gem. Mm. It'll naturally you'll want to move him wherever. It'll just it'll just come. It just happens. But you can't just because you have a problem move a guy. You can't. You could ruin him. It's much tougher up front against the new ball. Let me tell you, and he has no real experience of it. Doesn't do that at Surrey. I'd leave him where he is. Let him develop. He's going to bat with our two best batsmen, Root and Stokes. He's nearly always going to be in with them. He should learn quite a lot, or just just without telling him anything, he'll just take in, he'll take in things, situations, how they play different bowlers, and he'll adapt it. You don't always have to tell people, you just have to let them mature in their own way. I'm a big believer. It's not sitting down and talk to you. let them mature. And if they want to ask a question, let them. But you know, when you've got Ben Stokes in the form of his life,
0: batting and bowling. Why would you have five seamers? You've got to be <laughs> wrong in your head, haven't you? I can't I'm believe not, it. I'd love to sort of, just, just for the sake of it, counteract that, but I'm totally in agreement. Listen, with you. Look, there, there is- in cricket, in football, in any sport,
1: the guy who's got form, who's doing well, you want him to bowl, you want him to bat. He tends to go like that, don't they? When I've played, we've had a, a guy bowling well, <laughs> give him the ball. Yeah. It happens for him, it just does. It's the same. It doesn't matter where you're going to golf, tennis, whatever. When it's going for you, Ben's bowling great. He just gets wickets, doesn't he? When he goes into the bat, he gets a lot of runs. Here, have a bat. Here, have a bowl. <laughs> where do you want to feel? Because the ball follows you. your will as well. I can't believe, you know, uh, I mean, if you've got four of the bowlers, he ain't bowling as much as he should, And yeah, you? Because you, you tried to use them all. There's lots to look forward to. And the and other there's... kid, Curran. Sam Curran's got something. He has. But somebody with England set up wants to just look at his batting. He's, Why? What have you he, spotted? He's playing some poor shots. Poor, really poor. Just tighten up a little bit. That kid's got something. Mm-hmm. I seen him play one cover drive with his foot went down leg stump and cover drive it. Oh, you wouldn't do that as a nine year old. And then uh, I saw the one day or the other day sweeping the ball round his legs. The, the, the pad, his front paddies, put it too far. In, they're just it's too far inside the line of the ball. They're simple. But he
0: has got that something. And he's mouldable as well. The AG is, these little things that you could maybe just tighten up a, a you fraction You can deal There's with lots. that because you can see he's got some
1: talent. Yeah. His left arm, his hand. He's another one that makes things happen out of nowhere. Well, again, like I was talking about, the right arm ball is all around the wicket. He balls left arm around the wicket as well as over and swings it. He balls left arm like Wasim gonna do him, not quite as tall as him <laughs> and as fast, oh, that's quite, yeah. but he's got something. He gets wickets. It's a gift. I think he could do more with his batting. Sometimes I've seen players, played with them, goodish players, who I felt should get quite a lot of runs, maybe not as many as a batsman, but quite a lot. And the lower down the batting order they go, the worse the batting gets. It's as if, they get down at number eight, and they start to think and play
0: like a number eight. That's why I only averaged 10, Jeffrey, in first-class cricket, because they kept putting me at 10 and 11. And, you know, if, who'd have thought, in that theory, if they'd have batted me at six, I could have averaged 40. Right. I mean... <laughs> You're just completely blowing that one away. Yeah, all right, yeah, fair enough. you bat, You bat
1: at eight... Because England want to lengthen the batting. They've always, always been worried for a while now about the top three 30 for three, 40 for three, 53. Being rescued the, by Stokes yeah, or Butler. Trying to or, climb uh, a mountain yeah. all the time. And really, it looks to me as if he plays shots a bit like a number eight. I say, no, 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 you're better than that. You're a number six. And I'll, I'll be talking to him
0: about how he's getting out. Not good. Let's move on from international cricket. We'll uh, encompass the world of cricket whilst we're on the on the case. A couple of things as well. I'm sure you want to wish uh, Darren Lehman all the very best. It's come out this morning. He's had uh, heart bypass surgery, something, of uh, course, just, yeah, uh, that, to, no. that you've been there and, and had to deal with. But he's... Um, Recently, gone under life to to have that heart bypass surgery, and he's a big. I mean, in the Yorkshire, you're, yeah, you big. know, he's he, around the world. He's he's you know a, a big friend of cricket. Yeah, and I, like I remember him. playing against like him, that. and and yes, yeah, it's sad to hear that uh, he's had to go through that. Is Something, he all right? Uh, apparently, so. That's all that matters. Isn't apparently, sir. So. Touch wood. Fingers crossed. Fingers for Lehman uh, Another thing um, that's that's sort of in the news, cricketing cricketing wise at the moment. Um, Coal Pack players. Now, this is due to uh, with what's happened with Brexit. Now, as it stands at this moment in time, and as I understand it, of course, Britain have left the EU in in um, at the end of January. Lovely. Contracts contracts for we'll get on to that, Jeffrey. But contracts for coal pack players are valid for this season. They're valid for this season because England, uh UK don't actually probably go until December 31st. So this, this season, Colpac players are fine. Then what? From there on in, they will be regarded as overseas players. Really? They will be. Do you think... I mean, a lot of people have been talking about the possibility of returning to two overseas players, and I'm sure negotiations between the ECB and the governments will continue to see how this is remedied, but just for now, the aspect of, of having coal pack players within the county game, the fact that they could be treated as as then overseas players, good thing, bad thing? Where would Where would you stand on that?
1: I don't have any strong views. I know that the influx of South Africans on Colpac has been because of affirmative action in their own country, where their sporting sides for many years now have had to have six uh, people of coloured race and three of them black. And that's still the case. And a lot of white kids have been coming to England, so it'll affect them in some way. I think they'll still try and play somewhere, whether it's England or what. I think England will have to go to two overseas players, Because if you look at county cricket, the standard has been dropping for some time. And that's not me being critical of the ECB or cricket. It's the fact that the England players, our best players, who are under central contract hardly ever play. So it's bound to lessen the quality, isn't it? And also, you can't very rarely get the best overseas players to play in county cricket. Like in my era... Because they're playing so much international cricket. You already mentioned three forms, 20, 20, 50, overs, test matches. They're all the countries want to play more because the more they play, they know they can get more television money. It's as simple as that. And that's what's holding the structure of the game together, the finances from television money. Uh, it's, it, and it's not just television money. It's companies who want to be seen on television then, don't they? Agreed. They want to advertise yeah. more. So there's more commercialism. Now, from companies, television, it it pays the the whole game. And so these international players are not available the best, and that's why you, you see all kinds of players playing as overseas. I mean, they're not the Michael Holdings, the Viv Riches, the Joel Garners. Those people... It's who you can get. It's who you can get. And now it's so difficult, they're flying in for a month or a few matches, and then there's another one. I mean, Yorkshire, I never quite know which... Bloody players playing for us from one month to next. <laughs> I have to read the internet. There is a lot,
0: of course, of, of
1: I think they'll have to go to two to try and keep the standard up, because if you're yeah. brutally frank, because we don't have the top England players playing very rarely, we don't have the great internationals, the standard's gone down, it's struggling to keep the quality of 18, 19 counties, aren't we? 17 at it, the an minute. But one. I know there's talk of others want to come in and play and 18, 19, hell, you, you can't make it bigger. It's, it's struggling now to have
0: 17 quality counties playing. I mean, there's only enough players for about 12. One could argue there's there's two sides of the argument, and I'm, I'm with you. I don't know which some colpack players that have come over have really, you know. Increased the value of the game. You look at someone like Simon Harmer last year for Essex, who was leading wicket taker ball. He's a high, high class quality bowler. Dwayne Alfeir for Yorkshire. There's there's um, um, Abbott down at down at Hampshire. Yeah. These are international costs, So that's going to raise the standards. There is another but argument: not big international. Stars. But, but, but played they played a little. Yeah, but but they are played good a little. Players, and
1: I take your point that they do help the standards because they're goodish players. But they're not the Viv Richards, they? No, of they? course. They're not. Oh, but you're not going to get Brian that, you said. Brian Lara, So, therefore, the standard of cricket
0: has to be affected now for years. But is there an opportunity then to see more of the youth's products of, of counties, to see younger players who maybe don't get that opportunity because of the amount of, of coal pack players or passport holders will have to wait and see? It's going to I be I've an interesting one. I've said before that, and I've always believed
1: this, that each county should have, A quality academy. And they should get most of the players from that academy.
0: Really. Which is the best academy in the country? Well, it was Yorkshire. (laughs) Stunning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm shocked you said it.
1: Well, we've had more players play for England than anybody. We've won more championships. So we should get a a lot of kids out, shouldn't we? We've got more cricket clubs playing cricket. Just throw that grenade in there out that goes the pin. Thought that'd get you going. We haven't had more captains of England. No. We haven't quite had done that one. We've had a few good ones.
0: Mmm. But we haven't had the most. Well, Jeffrey... I want to pick up on something that was just touched upon in our cricketing chat, and uh, it's also had some information given to me by your fair wife, Rachel. Oh, no. Yeah, well, She's you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned about your your newfound domesticity because yeah. you, you're now saying that you, you you looked after your hands, you didn't cut the meat, no. but there is. I didn't put coal on the fire. You didn't put coal on the fire, but now apparently. You're turning into a new age guy. It's taken a while in your eightieth year, but now you've got a knighthood as well. Has this has this given you a different spin on life? Have you uh, tell me how you're turning into a new age man? Well, she's got me filling the dishwasher, and
1: even emptying it. No, and it's uh, practically slavery. My, my doctor's husband said to her at the beginning of the year. He said. Your father, he's got to 79, and this is the first time he's filled the dishwasher. She said yes, and he's proud of it. How long did it take you to do it first? How long does it take? Well, I didn't get them all in the right spot, put it that way. It's fairly
0: self-explanatory, though, isn't it, Jeff? I don't put the water on. I'm worried that I might flood the kitchen. So what? what, I, I think this is an opportunity to see what we can get you to do. Right. This this is an opportunity for if you're loading dishwashers now, I mean you're really with the programme. Have you done the hey, I cook it, now? I you, cook. What? I do. Tell me, what's your dish? If we were to come to your place for dinner tonight, you're dinner. in charge. Ooh. What what are you cooking us? What's on your menu? Um roast beef. Um lamb. Fish is good.
1: Salmon lovely watercress sauce and uh, oh really yeah mashed
0: potatoes um yeah i can Are you following recipes or is it all done by feel no i go to Marks and spencer's you can't buy a sauce so- <laughs> that doesn't count <laughs> do you make your sauce from scratch hey, or do you buy it in a tub Marks and spencer's a wonderful shop you should try it it's wonderful have you got a deal with Marks and spencer's jeffrey <laughs> have you got a deal <laughs> i like their th- i like their puddings as well so I like their custard. Oh, so no, what no. you're basically telling me is is the dinner that you're preparing for us literally is heated up. Well, if it's good enough for me, it's good enough for you. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> what a This is the new Jeffrey. We want well, to see you cook. This is my challenge to you, right? Uh, Rachel is here. She is sat to our left hand side, On my left, your right. Come and for she lunch. Is here. Come for lunch. Lunch is easier, because
1: lunch you'll get fresh, fresh stuff. I go up to Costco to the deli in the village. They have fresh made coleslaw, homegrown tomatoes. You get them and they do you wonderful sandwiches, because they cook turkey, roast ham, all sorts of things. So you're gonna make me a sandwich? And then I'll do the soup. Again, Max and <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't think we're grasping <laughs> this, Jeffrey. Uh, but it's all <laughs> right.
1: I've been told to put it in these pans, and if it's a black
0: one, you've got to use a wooden spoon so you don't mark it. Now, so. that is progress. Now, don't progress. mind that. That is progress. Now, if there's a Teflon, you don't use the metal spoon. Yeah, but well, I didn't smoke, know that at first. Right. <laughs> and and, I, and and this is what I think we should do. Over the course of the <laughs> forthcoming weeks, right, rather than buying a sauce or buying Fresh-made coleslaw—you make your own, okay? There are machines that can do it for you. You don't have to worry about your hands. You can put the vegetables in the top of the top of the blender, then push it in, and it cuts it all up for you, so you don't have to worry about your hands. But I think to 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 challenge you, look, if you're making us lunch, you can't come for just a sandwich and soup that you've bought from Marks and Spencer's. That kind of defeats the object. We want to see the creation we got root as well. We, we got, <laughs> we get
1: beetroot well, you... And you get onions in red vinegar That's good for digestion um,
0: <laughs> You're missing the concept, Jeffrey. No, I'm not You are Listen, you,
1: you can, you... if I can walk up to the I deli to... in our village And see Jane that makes my sandwiches And she's very good at it and Then Jane's made us lunch, not Geoffrey I, I put the knives and forks out I do the soup, don't I? Yeah, I do all that you're bloody lucky I'll let you
0: in. <laughs> <laughs> We've not got to that stage yet. Yeah. But <laughs> if you're complaining now, you won't get an invite. All all I'm saying, all I'm suggesting is this is just one of many things I believe.
1: Listen, that's that an can...
0: improvement. I didn't used to do any of that. What, you didn't used to walk to the deli? No.
1: Rachel would go. i do that. It's and... time
0: for Rachel to have a break. It's time for Rachel to have her. She say like, you can I shout, up, shout have, up, Rachel. Go on. I am the housekeeper. Oh, oh, this is only when he's home alone. He's oh, home alone. Oh, so <laughs> ah, right. <laughs> now, now the truth comes out. So, so when Rachel is home, it's Rachel's yeah, sort of area absolutely. of expertise. But now, now Rachel's. I am now giving. I'm going to write a letter here. All right. I'm going to sign it, <laughs> and Rachel has now got a day off from cooking right and you have to load the dishwasher once you finish cooking right do but that. you have to i i want to hear something you have made and the keywords here from scratch easy from- jelly <laughs> jelly, I can make jelly. Get them cubes and a bit of hot
1: water, stick it in the fridge, and it comes out lovely. The boycott, the boycott dinner party. So you've got,
0: you've <laughs> what's got. What's all wrong with jelly and you're, custard? Well, you can't do it for. You've you got to prepare. Mark's and
1: Spencer's custard. Oh, I can no. even heat it up for you if you want hot custard with your jelly. It's
0: it's the yeah, good. the egg is on all the time. It's easy. You Can't get Rachel. You're not helping. You're not helping. Would you please? That's that's the scent, The sort of new age. Thinking, I want from you now, now, Jeffrey. I want some cook something from scratch. That's, yeah. that's 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 number one on my list. I'm writing it down. Yeah, number do two, number two things that's what you get in when you right. come. Well, that's 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 in the kitchen. Do you do you what about the domestic chores? Hoovering. Justin, I don't know where the vacuum lives. <laughs> <laughs> Not helping me Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Not helping
1: me. Right. No, no. I had a housekeeper, Deborah, but she went off to oh, higher education, university. She's going to be a teacher. She was lovely. I said, Deborah, where
0: are you? <laughs> she was lovely. All right. So cooking something from scratch, that's number one. Yeah. Other things that I wonder if, because let's be fair, we mentioned about it, you yeah. being in your 80th year and you are a man who is set in your ways it is very difficult to change and not that we want to change you but maybe just put a different spin I'm on always your life up for a discussion on change okay let I'm have doing you it. have you worn a pair of jeans in the last 20 years never ever never ever
1: never, ever? never. why don't like them not for me. For every for other people, who look great on sometimes.
0: I'm sure you've got. you. I don't like those new you. ones with holes in. You couldn't <laughs> give them away to a Trump, could you? <laughs> you have got great big holes in to pay a fortune for them. I'm not asking you to wear skinny jeans with holes in. Just a regular pair. No. Of jeans. No. Okay, so no, that's a no. Enough. Challenge Jeffrey to wear a pair of jeans for a week. That's not going to happen, is it no. not? Okay. Uh, what if all oh, right, I'll throw this out there. Hugo Boss comes along and says, "Jeffrey, Who's he? Hugo Boss. He, he's, he, is he, he an opening batsman? He sews, <laughs> right? And says, here is a deal. I'm giving you a sponsorship deal worth a million pounds, right? Yeah. But you've got to wear jeans. Yeah. Really? Oh, no, I can't wear jeans. They don't suit me. I think there's areas you can change. Just go. Throwing it out there. Oh look, I was once offered when I was playing cricket, I was
1: period when I was pretty good then. I was offered uh, what was a lot of money then, 10,000 pound. I was talking say about 1970. Was good money. Worth now. Wow, I never seen money like that when we played. We got and saving for playing. <laughs> and uh, it was Tom Thumb cig- Tom Thumb cigars, was not it? Those little cigars, the, like Cigarello type of yeah, But things. they were Tom Thunder called them. Right. And, and oh, when, you, you know, it's a test of even not earned anything in your life, you haven't got much, and your father's a coal miner, and whoa. And yes, it gives you food for thought and you think about it a bit. I'm not being, I'm not going to lie and say it doesn't test your mind and your, your strength of character. And I went, whoa, what do you could do with that sort of money? But I, I said no in the end. I said, I don't smoke. It's a lie. I don't lie. I I, I said, I can't, I can't be taking the money. But things what you don't do, and, and I said, no, I think, if I remember it, I have some cutting somewhere. I saw, something like Colin Cowdery did it. And he got slated because they knew he didn't smoke. So, you know, I don't think you can do that. So, I couldn't, I couldn't wear jeans, it Doesn't matter what he offers me. I couldn't wear jeans. It's just, lie. If a Hugo thing.
0: is listening, by the way, or anyone from the managing director of Hugo Boss uh, Clothing Company, oh, and that goes to a variety of different clothing companies, I'll do it. All right, I'll wear it. Yeah, Rachel will do I'll it. i give that it has, to that's no, no problem. He, Michael he wears it. He's, he's, he's a bit of a clothes horse, Michael. He, yeah, isn't he's he? got a clothes he horse. Does he does like he, it. He does like He's got thin to, legs. <laughs> he likes to and, cut. And a good figure. Give it to Michael. Doesn't it? All right, here's uh, what about something that will cost you nothing? Okay, it would cost you nothing, but. And I know because you've, you've had a go. You've had to go at me before for this, okay? Would you ever grow a beard? I did. Yeah, I know. But again, no, no, because no, you because no, po- no, no. you had a pop at me for shaving once or there okay. or not shaving. You just get beard. lazy, don't you? No, you get lazy. It, it's not lazy. It is. It just adds a little bit of ruggedness. All I'm saying is, would you do it? No, I don't want to uh, I'm just I'm just trying to I did change your ways. I got sick and injured and then I did and you get lazy, don't you? <laughs> but no, I didn't like it. All right. Um, let us let's, let, let's All I'm saying is that if when um, people are listening to us and they want to get in touch with us, try and find a thing that Jeffrey may do that can possibly bring him into the new world. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> a tattoo. No. Nope. Would you get a tattoo? Rachel turns to me and says, do you know what? I've always found blokes with tattoos absolutely gorgeous. She's shaking her head. I'm just saying hypothetically, right? If Rachel asked you to get a tattoo, would you? No. Well, your arm would be put out for a little while for loading the dishwasher. No, no so right, that's, that's, that's something. All right. Nah, she wouldn't ask me. <laughs> Because she knows I wouldn't. (laughs) On to topics, other other topics that have hit. Let's talk about uh, another massive passion of yours, and that's Manchester United. They're not very good. Um, And the reason I know this is that my team, Burnley, beat them soundly uh, by two goals to nil at Old Trafford recently. What's going on with United? Well, before that, let me say, your manager's brilliant. How good is he? I mean... Ginger
1: Mourinho. Oh, no, he speaks well television. He doesn't get silly or anything and outrageous with referees and linesmen. Look, decisions sometimes go against you. Like when you're batting, get an LBW decision. You think it's missing leg stump. We didn't have television or replays then and all this sort of thing. You just would go in the dressing room and say to your mates, was that missing? I said, yeah, it was a terrible decision. I said, no, I... I think you got too far over and you you know, you didn't quite know where you were and but you had to rely on your player, so you had to accept it. He's very good. And, He's good, isn't he? And you've got to remember that people like him I always do, although I support Man United and I've done since nineteen sixty two. So we're talking a long time, 58 yeah, fifty eight years. Yeah. Is they haven't got the money to play with, they haven't got the commercial backing, have they? They haven't got the amount of uh, attendances, you know, crowds, like seventy five thousand Man United. They don't have as much money to play with. And to stay in the Premier League and play well, he does brilliant and talks brilliant. There are a number of managers like that, you know. Yeah. I mean, look at the guy at Crystal Palace, Roy, Roy Hodgson. He doesn't throw his weight around, shout about bad decisions and referees and this and that. He just does a damn good job, wherever he's been. There are people like that. Now, you come to my club, yes, it's a huge club with lots of money, Seventy five thousand every week, commercially, you know, all kinds of companies. And we we are judged by a standard of the club's history. Because it's had twenty-six winning things and trophies by Alex. We we are judged by that. We judge by Matt Busby in the past. Your history is there, your tradition. We were about, we're around about fifth, sixth, or seventh in the league. Some clubs that'd be quite decent. But they used to, and have been used to for a lot of years with Alex, going for the Premier title, going for the FA Cup in Europe. And we're having a tough time at the minute. And I like the philosophy of the new manager, which is by the best, by youngsters, it's good. But if it takes too long to get there, <laughs> it's going to be difficult. We're in a results-driven
0: environment now, and uh, and, and
1: and that's what I'm saying. His his job is always time? going to be under that's his job is always going to be under scrutiny, difficulty,
0: because it's a huge club. It's the same friendly manager coming in. Right? Right. David Moyes had it. Jo- Jose Mourinho had it. When you're following on from from an act like from Sir success, Alex, yeah,
1: and, and you, you so. His ideas are very sound, very good, because we've had some kind of hodgepodge planning, haven't we? Buying players and what have you. You've got to build a team. You must build a team. You can have one or two star players, but it has to and there has to be a set plan and idea where you're working to. If it takes too long, then you're gonna be under
0: pressure. You had you, you said some fairly forthright and to a lot of Manchester United supporters, very truthful. Uh, things when you were at the the awards uh, yeah. dinner, not not too long back. Yeah, I thought I was fairly diplomatic. Some of the media didn't think so. I said, "Look,
1: we get a new manager. He's my wife's favourite player. Olskaya. Oh, yeah? Oh, it's lovely boy, wonderful player. But he doesn't have a great history. He's uh, done well with Mulday, is it, in his own country? Yep. But that's,
0: that's not the Premier didn't League. Didn't have a great time of it with Cardiff either. And he went yeah. to
1: Cardiff and then difficulty there. So." it's tough to come from out of that environment into the premier league there's a lot of good teams in the premier league you you can you can't really say every week what the results are going to be because at any given moment if you only bring your B game and the opposition brings their A game you're not going to win do you still get to i mean do you still watch fairly avidly yeah, most matches. Yeah,
0: because they're on telly all the time it's anyway, aren't they?
1: In South Africa or in uh, Asia, in India. They're on all the time. That's how big a club they are. But it's getting hard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's are getting... throwing
0: things at the telly?
1: No, just frustrated.
0: Obviously, it's a passion of yours and yeah. has been
1: for, for a while. And you do so talk, talk... I do believe, you know, like Brian Clough was my great friend. Mm. And... I know from talking to the players and the captain, John, he used to say, before they went out, every week, every single game, he'd say to the back four, you four, keep a clean sheet. And we'll get a goal, won't we, Trevor? <laughs> Trevor <laughs> Francis. I mean, One million. You've got to start from there, where you're very good at defence. Because the, another of his sayings was, we've... We're very good at getting a goal. We're even better at stopping the opposition from scoring. Simple. You look at what Liverpool do. You talk about all the Liverpool attacking skill. It's, it's wonderful. Watching back forward's good, isn't it? Back forward's Oh, good. yeah. You see, and that depends on everybody, midfield, goalie, everybody doing a job. Take my hat off to him. He's done a fantastic job. I like watching Liverpool. It's a lot like how Man United used to play, attacking, didn't they? But they could defend vidic
0: ferdinand very good very very good well look this is our first this is our pilot our first one how have we done how what do you what do you reckon how do, how, how's it gone for you i don't know you're talking about though my cooking
1: <laughs>
0: the, my domestic this, ability this is a, an avenue we're going to explore we have <laughs> to explore over numerous weeks and months you're happy with how you've gone yeah, as
1: long as you don't get into my golf where the wife winning thirteen
0: <laughs> three. <laughs> You've already brought it up. Great fun. Let's hope we can uh, we can do it weekly and uh, hear more from Jeffrey Boycott. I've been Charles Dagnall. He's been Jeffrey Boycott. We look forward to your company at the same time next week.